Welcome to Access Moneynomics by Access Mutual Fund. Welcome to Access Moneynomics by Access Mutual Fund. In school a lot of us got nervous about math. Now we get nervous about financial markets. What are they? How do they work? Should we participate in them? But worry not. I've got Hari with me today to answer all your questions. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Access Moneynomics. This is your host and money mentor Rashmi from Access Mutual Fund. In this episode, we have with us Hari. He is the head of our learning and development at Access Mutual Fund to introduce you to the world of markets. But before we start, please do add this podcast to your playlist so that you do not miss out any future episodes. Hi everyone, we are excited to have Hari Haran with us today. So guys, Hari leads our learning and development segment at Access Mutual Fund. Hello Hari and welcome to Access Moneynomics. Before we start this episode and I shoot a lot of questions at you, could you just tell our audience a little bit about your role at Access Mutual Fund and what trainings do you actually take care of and for whom? Thanks Rashmi, um, thanks for having me today. Um, uh, so as, as you said, you know, I head the learning and development piece at Access Mutual Fund. And at Access Mutual Fund, our endeavor has always been to um, uh, impart knowledge to our investors as well as to our distributor partners who uh, sell mutual funds. Uh, so we do a lot of programs uh, which is uh, tailored around domain, uh, about, around equity markets, around debt markets, around asset allocation. And we also do some behavioral programs you know, for our distributor partners. From an investor perspective, we do investor awareness programs, um, investor sessions, you know, which help investors take the right decision when it comes to uh, managing their money. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Hari. So let's get straight to the point. A lot of our listeners want to get started with investing in markets. But according to them, it's all too confusing. You know, there are so many uh, channels of information. There is newspaper, there's TV, there's media, there is so many things. Can you tell us what the financial markets even are? Let's start from the basics. Sure, Rashmi. Um, if you look at it, actually, there's nothing to be really confused about. When you look at markets, you know, let's take a very simple day-to-day uh, example to begin with. All of us would have gone to a vegetable vendor, right? right. And when we go to buy vegetables, we go as a buyer. And in the vegetable market, we find that there are sellers, you know, who are selling the vegetable. So essentially what happens is that uh, between the buyer and the seller, there's a transaction that happens. You know, we we ask for the particular vegetable, there's a price negotiation that happens, and then the transaction gets completed. Replace this vegetable market with the financial market. If you look at the financial market again, uh, it is a market, which means there has to be a buyer, there has to be a seller. So financial markets are nothing but markets which enable buyers and sellers to come and transact at a particular place. The difference being, instead of vegetables, here they come and transact in financial products and financial instruments. Some of the financial instruments could be stocks, it could be bonds, it could be debentures, you could also transact in commodities and so on. Interesting. Actually, uh, trust me, I don't think anyone has ever put it so simple about what financial markets are. So thank you so much for that. And you spoke about a lot of financial instruments, but let's come down to the basic ones, stocks and bonds. Sure. Let me take an example again uh, to illustrate this, uh, Rashmi. 
so let's assume that I wish to start a business, and uh, for to start this business, uh, I would need a capital of say about ten lakh rupees. There are two choices that are available uh, uh, to me. One is that uh, I am discussing this uh, business proposal and idea with some of my friends, and while I am discussing this, a uh, few of them, to be precise, let's assume three of them, uh, become interested uh, about this entire business proposal. and they say that hari uh, we will also invest in your business so collectively between the four of us uh, we invest 10 lakh rupees and i start the business and the business starts it does well so all four of us uh, now become part owner of the business and while we become part owner of the business uh, whatever profits are generated by the business gets distributed and shared between the four of us now this um, way of Uh, sort of bringing capital to the business uh, and through which uh, you create part owners of the business is referred to as equity and uh, the share uh, represents the ownership in the company right so just to take that hypothetical example again if four of us would have brought equal amount of money which is 2.5 lakh rupees each uh then each one of us would have 25% uh, ownership in the company so that represents the share uh, or the ownership in the company so that's equity on the other hand to uh, get this 10 lakh rupees of capital i approach a bank and i take a loan and when i take a loan obviously i have to service that loan by way of emis i put this money in the business and the business starts right now when i start the business irrespective of whether i make profits or not i will have to pay the interest amount so this way of generating capital for the business is what is referred to as debt now let's replace this example with corporations or companies companies always require funds or financing uh, to meet some of their long term expansion plans business expansion plans and so on and for this they can go to the bank uh, and take money they can also come to the public and take money so for example if you look at fixed deposits it is one way by which an investor sort of lends money to the banks and the bank offers an interest to the investor and at the end of the maturity period uh, the investor also gets the principal amount similar concept is applicable in corporations companies they want to raise money from the public they would issue financial instruments called as bonds or debentures now the bonds and debentures work very similar to a fixed deposit uh, the company uh, let's hypothetically assume that the company issues this bonds for 5 years and at the end of the 5 years the bond gets matured so as an investor uh, on on the maturity of uh, the bond i will get back my principal but just like in the case of fixed deposit where you get interest the company will also give me interest which in the case of bonds is called as the coupon So as an investor I generate uh, income by way of coupon and at the end of the uh, maturity period I get by principal amount. So this is uh, what what basically bonds and stocks are Rashmi. Interesting interesting. So uh, yes. there has to be some regulatory body to take care that everything runs smoothly and everything is in order because after all money is involved. investors money is involved so how does in- investor feel rest assured that it is being taken care by somebody who is that uh rashmi this is a very important question that you have asked um, because many a times people uh, come with the uh, myth that you know uh, it is not safe and so on so therefore right. uh, if you look at the entire uh, securities market the capital market you will find that there is an entire ecosystem which is in place 
and um, uh, and there are as you rightly mentioned there has to be some regulators so in the case of the capital market uh, we have sebi which is the securities and exchange board of india uh, which happens to be the uh, regulator of the uh, capital market and it also sort of governs all the uh, in, all the entities you know which become part of the uh, capital market uh, the other uh, entity that also exists there are many entities that exist but we will uh, for today's discussion restrict only to sebi and the other one is um, your stock exchanges now if you go back to the example of um, buying and selling financial instruments uh, you need um, a place you know where you can go and transact so stock exchanges provide that platform where buyers and sellers come to this platform and there is a transaction that happens between the buyer and the seller uh, the prices are all uh, so to in today's context uh, all of these are now uh, online it's all um, uh, done through um, uh, at the back end you know the, all the pricing uh, the, the pricing uh, matching of the price between the buyer and the seller the quantity match everything happens uh, at the back end and uh, both the buyer and the seller is able to uh, do their transaction interesting it's great that companies and government can raise money through financial markets but uh, you spoke about how ownership uh, can be gained through stocks and how interest can be gained through bonds uh, but at the end of the day there is also risk in the market so why should a person participate in all this especially when there is risk uh, sure so if you look at it rashmi each one of us as individuals have got various financial goals no and uh, if you were to sort of um, put a number to these goals you know each of these goals could cost a lot in the future yeah. and therefore uh, financial markets uh, give us an opportunity uh, to participate in in the growth story uh, whether it is by way of shares you know um, or by way of um, your debt market to generate the interest or the coupon and to generate income by which you know we will become uh, we, we can come closer to our financial goals and uh, so if you look at uh, stocks for example when you invest in equity markets uh, you have the scope of the investments growing and going up uh, which we call as capital appreciation and at the same time uh, uh, while i give the example of the business if the company that you invest in also makes profit and and the management decides to share some of the profits uh, then that comes to the investor as dividend income so from an equity perspective right. there are two ways of uh, uh, earning one is through the capital appreciation that happens by virtue of the stock prices going up and or by virtue of the uh, dividend income and and therefore this sort of helps you know for example if i have a long term goal for which there's a lot of money that has to be accumulated i think participating in the equity markets uh, does help the investor to achieve their financial goal at the same time there could be other individuals who who, who might require regular income as one of their financial goals in life and therefore they can participate in the debt market where they lend money to the corporations and the corporation give them uh, no um, interest or coupon that is done by way of participating in the bonds and debentures uh, just to sort of add here rashmi uh, both stock just yeah. like the stocks are traded on the stock exchange today the bonds and debentures are also listed in the stock exchange which also allows investors to uh, sort of uh, provide them with liquidity in just in case you know they want to sort of exit the investments uh, pr- prior to the maturity period so from that perspective both equity and debt uh, have their respective uh, 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 sort of if i can use the word objectives uh, that 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 individuals need in terms of attaining their financial goals 
Right. Thank you so much, Hari, for answering so many questions. But one last question that still remains: How do I participate in all this? How do I buy that one share, or my first share, or my first bond? Okay. Um, so if you if you were to look at it, uh, just like you know, we uh, deal in properties. You know, so for example, if you go to buy a property, typically you approach a real estate broker who then takes you through to multiple locations, shows you the property, yeah. and then the transaction gets completed. Absolutely. Similarly, in the case of uh, these stock markets, uh, today you'll have to open a DMAT and a trading account, and that can be done with a, a stock broker. Uh, so and then that also gets linked to your bank account. So the funding happens to the bank account, and you can transact in uh, the capital market, which is equities and bonds and debentures through the trading account. And once you buy, uh, these securities will come to your DMAT account. Similarly, when you want to sell, you again transact using your trading account. Uh, the 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 securities move out from your DMAT account, and money gets credited to your. Um, Savings account. So, so if you were to look at it uh, today, operationally things have become so smooth that just by opening. So, this is very famously called as a three-in-one account, where you have all the three accounts which are opened simultaneously, and at the click of a button, uh, everything gets executed. So, as simple as that. Fantastic. And you have answered every question so precisely, so clearly, and making it so much simple for anyone who is new to the financial markets. So thank you again for that. Thanks, Rashmi. Thanks for all the opportunity and um, for all the investors. I wish all, all of you all the very best. Thank you so much, Hari. That's all for today, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Remember to playlist our podcast, Access Moneynomics, and also share this episode with anyone who wants to learn the basics of markets. Until then, this is your host, Rashmi, signing off. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully.